0: Hey folks, it's Greg Allman with the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com back here on the Locked on Bucks podcast. We are here uh, Friday morning, uh, about to head out the door to go to uh, New Orleans uh, for the Bucks Saints game week 16. Uh, as we've mentioned all week, huge game for the Bucks playoff hopes. Uh, they don't necessarily need to win out, but they certainly know how much they can control their playoff fate if they can win their last two games here. Um, came at things a little bit yesterday afternoon. We had kind of a late podcast on Thursday. But I want to make sure we get to some of the news of yesterday and recast that for you guys uh, since this is the last podcast uh, to preview the game. Uh, yesterday, uh, from an injury standpoint, uh, good to see Robert Ayers back. Uh, had missed Wednesday's practice with illness. Uh, Dirk Cutter mentioned yesterday there's kind of a bug going around the Bucks locker room Uh, said it's one of those where when you have uh, that many grown men in close proximity especially when they're traveling together as they have on the plane uh, it's easy to pass things around so they're trying to push through that the only person who's been sick enough to miss a practice uh, was Robert Ayers and he was back as a full participant Thursday Uh, so he should be fine especially with Will Golston out with that dislocated elbow it's important they have Ayers uh, we talked a little bit about Golston's absence here this week, uh, but obviously a lot of that falls on Noah Spence, uh, the rookie second-round pick, who's had a quiet couple of weeks. Hasn't uh, had a tackle in three weeks. Um, he's made some big plays. Had a big pass defense against the Saints and against Drew Brees. Uh, knocked down a pass on a third down late with some pressure from Jerry McCoy, and then had a big play in the Cowboys game, as we've mentioned, where. Uh, Got a touchdown taken off the scoreboard by getting a holding penalty uh, against Tyron Smith, Pro Bowl left tackle for the Cowboys. So, has made his presence felt, uh, but hasn't had the sacks he had there in the middle of the season, right at the beginning of the uh, five-game win streak. So, Noah Spence steps up. The other two that probably have to step up for the Bucks are Ryan Russell and Devontae Lambert. Russell's kind of been a third-down specialist uh, I'm sure he'll do a little bit more of that because I think some of the guys that would be doing that are going to be in on first and second down with Golston out. Uh, Devontae Lambert is a guy that played a ton early in the year, was really involved in the, uh, the win against Carolina, but has kind of fallen by the wayside. He's been inactive, I think, the last five games where uh, he hasn't even dressed. So he'll be back uh, and playing a key depth role there at defensive end as well. Uh, there's still a big question mark for the Bucks at right tackle in that DeMar Dotson has been practicing. Uh, but did not practice Thursday and remains in concussion protocol. So uh, he's definitely a major question mark. Guster Sherilis, who had played four dots in the last two weeks, uh, has both a groin and an ankle injury, uh, has not practiced all week. So right now you have to think he's not a go. Uh, we mentioned here in the podcast yesterday the possibility that while we had thought initially the Bucks might have to turn to Leonard Wester, the undrafted rookie, uh, who's only played two games and only played six snaps at tackle. Uh, the other option that makes a lot of sense and one that Dirk Cutter didn't necessarily shoot down when we mentioned it Thursday uh, is a double switch where the Bucks would take Kevin Pamphle, who's been at left guard all season, and move him to right tackle. He had been a swing tackle his first two years in the NFL, so knows tackle well, just not been there this year. Uh, move Pamphle to right tackle. And then he can move Evan Smith uh, to left guard. He's been a starter for the Bucks at guard, at center, certainly is a more known commodity as a starter than uh, than Leonard Wester would be. That's not a knock on Wester that's just where they are uh, in their careers uh, so interesting to see if that takes shape. We haven't seen them with that look, but it's a look that makes a lot of sense. They don't really let us see the offensive line as a unit very much at all in the windows where uh, we can watch practice during the week so that's that uh, again, right tackle a concern, defensive end a concern uh, I want to talk a little bit. I was going to mention uh, the Saints just because of their injury standpoint. Uh, Delvin Bro, who's their top cornerback, a the guy they put on Mike Evans at the start of the first game two weeks ago, uh, has not practiced all week. He has a shoulder injury. That again would be a big plus for the Bucks on Saturday if he's not there. The guy they had fill in, I forget his name, but the backup actually did fairly well in terms of holding Mike Evans. Uh, in check the rest of the game after Delvin went out in that first game. Uh, but otherwise, they're fairly healthy. I mean, they didn't have their center, Max Unger, in the first game. They'll have him this time. Uh, they didn't have Michael Thomas, the rookie receiver from Ohio State, who's played so well for them this year. Uh, he'll be back, and uh, they could have their midline linebacker Robertson back. He's their leading tackler. So in many ways, they will be a more healthy team than what the Bucks faced, and the Bucks beat two weeks ago in Tampa, uh, was looking uh, at the history for the Bucks in their division. You know, obviously, for them to win out in the next two weeks, they would be sweeping the Saints and the Panthers. That's something they have uh, never done in the same year. Uh, they've only sweep swept the swept the Saints twice and the Panthers three times, and never in the same year. Uh, for them to go five and one in their division would match the best they've ever been. Uh, since they went to the current division model in 2002, they were 5-1 and one in 05 and 5-1 five and one in 07. Uh, so that would match that. The uh, road wins, uh, if they can get their sixth road win on Saturday, that would match the team record. Uh, they did that in 02 on the way to a Super Bowl championship. And they did that in 2010 when they finished 10-6 and six and missed the playoffs. So six road wins would be very rare Uh, Only teams with more road wins right now, I believe, are the Patriots, Raiders, and Cowboys. Uh, So one of the best road teams in the NFL, and that's something to remember uh, as they try to go to a tough place like the Superdome and get a win on Saturday. I do want to talk about uh, our sponsor today. Uh, Really happy to have BetDSI.com back as a sponsor on the Locked on Bucks podcast. Uh, This time of year, we know you love football. Are you ready to get into the action? Check out BetDSI.com. They've had over 20 years in the business. A top-rated business and a safe place to play. BetDSI.com has a great football special. You can sign up today and get $10 free to try their service. Uh, if you look, the Bucks, as we mentioned, are a field goal underdog right now uh, at New Orleans. Uh, as we've said, the four games that have to swing for the Bucks to clinch being a playoff team this weekend, uh, that's actually... Uh, one of the toughest of the four. Um, you know, the Bucks would need the Cowboys to beat the Lions, and the Cowboys are a touchdown favorite, but then they would need two other underdogs to pull off wins in order for the Bucs to clinch this weekend. The Redskins would have to lose. They're an underdog, and the Packers would have to lose. I'm sorry, the Redskins are a favorite, I should say. And the Packers would have to lose as a favorite as well. So a difficult uh, fourteen parlay. And that's just for the Bucks to clinch this weekend. Obviously, they can still clinch uh, more than a week from now. But lots of uh, interesting lines. Uh, the over on this Bucks saints game is one of the highest in the NFL. Uh, that's even though they had a 16-11 game just two weeks ago. I think people still expect this to be a high-scoring game. Uh, two defenses that have given up a fair amount of points, especially the Saints this year. You know, Pet DSI is... <coughs> Pet DSI... BetDSI is also offering a 100% bonus on your first deposit. You have great customer service, fast and easy payment of your winnings. You have hundreds of football and basketball wagers to choose from. You can also bet on UFC. Uh, If you like in-game wagers, you can bet on football, basketball, even during games. That's NBA basketball and college basketball. You can bet virtually everything at BetDSI.com. So go to BetDSI.com right now. That's BetDSI.com. Go there and use promotion code BUCKS10. That's bucs one Get your free wager and start winning today. Thanks again to uh, BetDSI. Great to have them here on the podcast as a sponsor. Uh, here we are you know, 21 weeks into this season, 105 podcasts in. Uh, we've been talking to you guys since August and really appreciate the audience we've built up here uh, Listening on the podcast uh, It's been a lot of fun for you guys uh, And here we are, you know one more week in the regular season after today uh, We'll talk a little bit about Doug Martin uh, We talked to Doug yesterday after practice Obviously he has not had the production uh, That he had last year In finishing second in the NFL in rushing Going to the Pro Bowl Earning himself a five-year, $35 million contract Uh, And he's had some historically bad numbers. I mean, if you look at his average right now, I think it's 2.92 yards per carry. Uh, That is the lowest of 35 running backs in the NFL that have had more than 100 carries. Uh, To find another running back in the NFL who's had as many carries and averaged less, there's only one in the last 10 years. Uh, Bernard Pierce did that in 2013 with the Ravens. And honestly, in Buck's history... Uh, to find another running back to have 100 carries and average less yards. It's only happened once. Uh, Warwick Dunn in 2001, obviously, Warwick done, an excellent, uh, outstanding running back in his time here, but struggled to no one. Uh, had like 2.83 yards per carry. Uh, having said all that, uh, the Bucs are adamantly confident that they can win with Doug Martin running the ball and that they need that running game to click for their offense to be the offense they want it to be. Uh, talk to the offensive line a bunch this week about Doug in talking to Joe Hawley and in talking to Kevin Pamphill and Donovan Smith. To a man, uh, I think they feel like they need to step up their efforts because they're not putting Doug Martin in position to, to have big runs. Uh, the explosives are way down. Uh, Dirt Cutter likes to talk about explosives in terms of uh, passes of longer than 16 yards, runs of longer than 12 yards. Uh, Buck have only had 20 running explosives this year. Uh, Jacquez Rogers actually has more than Doug does Jacquez has eight this year Uh, most of them in that two game run against Carolina and against uh, San Francisco when they were running the ball so well Uh, Doug only has five Jameis Winston has three again they have 20 as a team Uh, this is a tough week to get the run game on course because New Orleans is actually fairly stout against the run Uh, they've only allowed 19 run explosives all season I think that's the second fewest in the NFL um you know, Saints are definitely a vulnerable defense through the air. I think they're 31st in pass defense. They get up like 270 yards per game. Uh, they're pretty rough scoring defense, pretty rough total defense, uh, but kind of middle-of-the-pack-and-run defense. So it's an opportunity there for the Bucks to assert themselves. Uh, obviously, it's in their best interest to keep Drew Brees off the field, and a uh, strong, sustained running game can help them win the time of possession. Uh, they struggled with that in time of possession against the Cowboys on Sunday. So they'll want to get back to that. Uh, if you can get a five-minute edge in time of possession, that's you know maybe ten plays that the Saints don't get to run. That's an entire drive you're taking away from them. So even if you're not making the big plays down the field, just to hold the ball, just to be able to run it and take some clock off the field, give your defense a chance to rest. There's a tremendous value in that. Uh, beyond the scoreboard and what you do with the ball just in terms of helping your defense out by uh, by holding on to the ball and running it as well as they'd like to. We was looking and I think the model for them to follow is Atlanta uh, early in the year. I think it's week three. uh, Falcons rushed for 217 yards against the Saints. I think it was a 45-32 win. uh, Scored touchdowns on five straight possessions. Uh, and that's the way to do it. That's what they need. Saints have really buckled down as a run defense. I don't think they've given up more than 120 yards rushing in a game since then. Uh, so a big step forward for them. They were a really bad defense in the first four or five games of the year, and they've gotten to where they're just a bad defense now, uh, picking things up a little bit there. I want to go back over playoff scenarios, just so you guys know what you're dealing with here, what can happen this weekend, what the Bucks need moving forward. The only scenario in which the Bucks can clinch this weekend is if the Bucks win, obviously, and then the Packers, Redskins, and Lions lose. If that happens, your Bucks are in the playoffs. They've clinched a wild-card berth. Uh, they can't clinch the division. They need to have more wins than Atlanta to do that, so they can put themselves in a position where all they have to do is win next week to win the NFC South, and they would do that by winning and having the Falcons lose. Uh, but they can't clinch that this weekend. It's interesting that the Bucs can actually lose the division this week. If the Bucks lose and the Falcons win, the Falcons would clinch the NFC South to where all that would be left for the Bucks next week is to try and get a wild card at 9-7. and seven. Uh, But again, lots in play for them. Um, all they need to do to clinch a wild card is win their next two and have the Cowboys beat the Lions in Arlington on Monday night. Uh, Cowboys, as we said, are a seven-point favorite. Um, If that doesn't happen, it kind of goes to a bunch of tie breaks, and it's probably too complicated for the podcast. But anyway, that will wrap things up, guys. I have enjoyed this week with you. I want to wish all of you guys uh, a happy holiday and a merry Christmas. Uh, I will be back late, late, late Christmas Eve here, but excited to get back in time uh, to be home with my kids on Christmas morning. We'll have the usual Monday morning podcast on the 26th, wrapping this up, and look forward to talking to you there. Thanks again, guys. Happy holidays. Thanks for listening to the Tampa Bay Times and TampaBay.com. This is Greg Almond. Thanks for listening to the Locked on Bucks podcast. We'll talk to you on Monday. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you... Bye, wedding ceremony.